You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. Food feature time, and we close off the year with a fantastic new eatery. Everybody's talking about it. We're seeing them on social media, Mama Samba, and they're based in Rosebank. And I have both owners in studio. We have Jose Dos Passos, who is owner, as well as Gary Hollywood. Also, no, these are not fake names. They really are their names. <laughs> Gents, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Why does Hollywood sound like a made-up like stage name. This is your name when you like in the food business. Listen, it's Scottish. I don't know. It's my family name. (laughs) So let's jump straight into. um, And I'm gonna. I'll start on your side, guys. What What inspired you? bringing this particular cuisine like did you see a gap somewhere or you happen to be in mexico and we're like why don't i bring these flavors to Joburg? uh well we have got a company based in rosebank uh we have a restaurant there proud mary and we saw a gap in rosebank to offer something a little bit more different um, wait by so- gap do you mean like there was a sign that said to lend to lend space available <laughs> something like that <laughs> so <laughs> We partnered with uh, We Are Egg, which is a department store in uh, in Rosebank, and we thought we'd bring a new social experimental dining uh, concept to Rosebank. Uh, so we we did it based on samba culture. Mm. Uh, so we brought a Latin American restaurant and cocktail bar with a good punt to uh, beats, rhythm, soul, streets, and beats. So mm. we've got music, we've got entertainment, we've got a lot of feasting sharing great cocktails and tons of tequila and sipping rums listen this just sounds like the ultimate um experience um from your side jose i mean what um personal attachment do you have to this because it's not just about the cuisine it's also the lifestyle when you you know hearing gary speak about the music and the beats and the cocktails what for you personally um is the attachment to the whole lifestyle of what this space brings well, uh, I've traveled a lot around the world. I've been to South America, Mexico, um, Brazil, America. Um, and there's always, um, uh, through my culture and food and color, uh, there's always an intention to bring all those experiences together. Uh, we've been talking about it for a couple of years, myself and Gary. And uh, during COVID, obviously, we had a lot of time to to think about this, about this concept. And uh, yeah, we were lucky enough to find this this beautiful space. Um, and we've curated an unbelievable looking um, two level um, restaurant. Um, it, it literally is um, a paradise in the jungle. Um, yeah, it's just a, a life passion. Um, I'm, I'm already going to direct everybody to the Instagram page, Mama Samba, literally uh, 1M uh, and both Mama and Samba, just so that you can see the video there of what the space looks like. But I'm already seeing people on TikTok that have been talking about their experiences going through there. Um, but Gary, prior to now the lights and the excitement and it's open and people are talking about it and having experienced opening a restaurant before, what really goes into it because i think um people don't many people don't understand how the food industry is very very difficult it can take years you know just for you to um even just start making actual profits and on top of that 
when it is your baby, you basically live there. Like your family wants to break up with you because, you know, pick is at the restaurant or me and the kids. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's uh, what it does take. I'll say it takes a hell of a lot of passion, um, but it takes people. Uh, it takes a huge staff compliment to run something like Mama Samba. Uh, we have 105 uh, employees. Wow. Um, we have another 128 at Proud Mary, just across the road from it. Mm. So we're in all close to 250 people in Rosebank to make these two restaurants work. Mm. Um, we have growth in Rosebank too. We're going to be opening a new store in February there too. So that's another 80 jobs we're adding into it. We love Rosebank. We love the energy there. I mean, clearly, you, you could be the mayor of Rosebank that you are <laughs> opening all of these spots. But I think also, I mean, outside of the people part, because they come much later in the process, you already said that you guys have been speaking about it for a while but once you get to the point where you're like okay great we have an idea of what we want to do and based on who we've spoken to it seems like it could work we don't see anybody offering anything else like what we are what does it take from that point to actually opening a store and having feet walk in yeah i mean it takes a hell of a lot of creativity um it takes a lot of drive and belief uh, and Jose and myself and our other partners, uh, our senior uh, team, um, we've worked together for many years. So we we believe in each other and everybody needs to drive something. Everybody needs to own something to make this happen. It's not one person's idea. Uh, we've all got different skill sets. So to bring those together, you've got to believe in, believe in each other um, and you've got to have a lot of grit. It wasn't easy uh, opening stores in COVID and coming out of COVID. Um, yeah, just for me, it's all about belief. Mm. That's, uh, that's, that's how I'd sum it up. I think what I admire is, is that, you know, to take that leap of faith, not knowing what the restrictions are going to look like at any point, um, but also knowing that it was really bad, at, so bad at some point that we saw many of people's favorite restaurants closing down. So what stops you from um, giving into the fear that, this thing could completely fail. Yeah, I think like um, just adding to what Gary said, um, we, ne- we never think, uh, I suppose, uh, about failing. You just got this uh, um, unbelievable belief in each other, in our team. Um, we built uh, Proud Mary um, in COVID. Uh, and Rose Which Bay. is so crazy to me because... Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it, and I'll tell you why, because... It's like that one moment in time where, like, we we just didn't know anything. But you guys go and say, well, we're going to open something anyways and go ahead and just do it. Yeah, it was, it was a, a huge project. Um, we opened up uh, in February uh, last year and then in July... Uh, we had massive lockdown. We we managed to support uh, 120 staff through the the July lockdown. Last year, December, um, we were semi lockdown as well. And mm. in January, we signed the lease for uh, Mama Samba, with always this unbelievable belief that um, with our team uh, we're going to pull through. And uh, it, it's been an amazing journey. Um, Proud Mary's thriving and. Uh, we're into the third week of Mama Samba, and I believe the public are, are, are believing in us. Uh, you know, we've been fully booked um, um, since we've opened, which is, which is a great thing. We've had a couple of challenges, obviously, 
Like uh, we're a manufacturing plant. Always say, people ask me, what is a restaurant about? It's basically a manufacturing business with a, a sales department. <laughs> and what do you mean by that? Well, uh, it's you've, you've you've got recipes, and they uh, comprised of of various uh, entities that make up uh, a beautiful dish that, that mm. comes to your to your table, and that's done um, t- on order. It's not as if uh, a normal manufacturing business where you pre-make it and then you hope to get customers. The yes. customers come first, and then you manufacture this this plate. So there's a lot of skill set that goes into it. Um, yeah, I'm sometimes amazed myself how <laughs> it all comes together, but it does. And um, like Gary said, we just got an unbelievable team. You know, it's not it's not about us. We we surround ourselves with great people. We've got amazing people in head office, from marketing to food to uh, administration. So it's 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 run like a a, a company, and uh, we just myself and Gary um, we have fun by putting these amazing ideas together and. Um, um, putting music together. So we do all the fun bits. Uh. We get to travel around the world yeah. and go and dine in all the best establishments <laughs> and bring back ideas. <laughs> I was actually just going to come to that to say, okay, you know, having the ideas, one thing, but now skilling yourselves to the point that um, you're not just pleasing the South Africans palate, but if anybody from, um, those Latin spaces were to come, you would want them to also be like, wow, this is good. So what did you put into the training? You know, where, where did the training happen? How did it happen? Um, and did it require you, you know, taking a couple of chefs to go abroad to just go and get their palate so to the T so that they can come back and also transfer some of those skills in just getting familiar with the cuisine? Uh, so our chefs, Mark and Warren, uh, they're, they're actually quite... Uh, experienced in um, specifically in Peruvian and Nakai um, cuisine. Uh, they have a lot of experience in creating beautiful ceviches, mm. um, uchu sushi, which mm. is kind of the Japanese influence on Peru. So, I mean, it's sushi, yes, yes. from South America, but but it's it's a, it's a very big thing there. Um, they've got a great skill set. Um, like I said, Jose and I got to travel a lot to those countries to experience it for ourselves. Um, and that's where the influence comes in. We How do I do what you do, where I just travel and eat and drink and, you know, come back and say, okay, guys, this is what you need to do now. You just, you have a very forgiving <laughs> partner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, and I think, um, um, you know, what you've explained, and I think maybe we, we need to break it down a little bit because the term Latin American or Latin can be very vague for many people. So maybe share with us what specifically in terms of where you pick the cuisines, because obviously they all influence each other quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but what does that mean for, for Mama Samba? So Mama, uh, we based it around the Amazon uh, in South America. Samba, we based it on the culture of Brazil, but mm. just an influencer. And, and so what we said was it would be Latin American cuisine. Uh, so take flavors from Peru, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, and the culture and the vibe and just the festivities that go with that type of cuisine. And that's where we came up with Amasamba. Let's talk about the food because mm, 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 mm. I, I can't speak on the sushi, but what I can tell all of you is that our technical producer, a very rural Limpopo man, 
is now an expert at using chopsticks to eat sushi after today. Um, I'm going to start at the things that I just absolutely enjoyed. Firstly, it is a visual feast. Your your presentation for us in the kitchen was just absolutely stunning. Um, the, I'm a big fan of pork belly, but what I can say, all your meats that I tasted, juicy, tender, how did you get that menu right? What, what for you was the standard what, during your tasting sessions to say, I know when we spoke about it, it sounded like a great idea, but this is not the standard. We need to try something else. Uh, we definitely wanted to base our menu around sharing um, um, because we've got a big influence, um, uh, music influence. Are you saying I have to share my food because I'm not doing no, that? You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> We got a great section on our menu called Antijitos, which comprise of uh, anticuchos, which are small uh, sticks uh, skewered and fired on our open fire. Mm. We have aperitivos, which are kind of our little tapas. Um, that's where you, one of the aperitivos that you tried today was the chicarones, the pork belly chicarones, oh. which are uh, crispy pork belly um, fried and then done in a mezcal and burnt orange sauce. Yes. Um, and those are proven to be quite popular. Uh, the sushi from today, which is like I told you, is the Uchu sushi, which is the Peruvian Nakai influence on it. Uh, what we had today was the Asafashado roll, which is the traditional Peruvian sushi, uh, which is a tempura prawn, ever cucumber roll uh, with an Asafashado sauce. Um, and then we had something uh, a little fused, uh, which is something we call a Miami roll, uh, which was our salmon prawn pickled white ginger roll. And we topped that with a seared Wagyu uh, beef. Um, so those were so, the so it's a bit of a surf and a surf and turf situation. Absolutely, that happens there. Because I'm <laughs> for the for for the sushi lovers out there, what is it that is different, just in terms of flavor profile, when they come to have your sushi? I think you'll find that we blend. Uh, Japanese and Latin American flavors into our sushi. So it is a fusion, but it's just a remarkable combination um, of ingredients and flavors um, and presented in samba style. Yes, 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 definitely. Your your menu, um, don't worry. I know that uh, Gary was using a lot of terminology that you might be like, what is he talking about? I promise you, it is so worth going there. The waiters will explain. You can say I want the pork belly because I don't even remember what the name is. But I'm going to get them to take like a pork belly and then they will bring <laughs> it to you. And I must say, I actually expected there to be significantly more heat than there was. Um, considering that, you know, I saw chilies there as your deco. And I'm not a chili person at all. But it was more flavor than it was heat. Was that intentional? Did you scale back the heat a bit? Or there's other things on the menu if people really have that palate that they want that heat that no, you would you, recommend to you them? Can, you can definitely get that. Um, we've, we've got uh, quite a few elements across that have got heat, including some of our sushi. Um, it's definitely uh, comes through in a lot of our flavor. But yeah, we do, you do want a bit of balance and you want the menu to be accessible across the board um, while still being punchy on flavor. Let's talk your your cocktail situation. Yes. Uh, talk me about talk to me about the experience. When is the best time to go there and enjoy your cocktail? <laughs> and what would you recommend off of the the different type of signature cocktails that you've developed? Yeah. So I mean, if you you know we open at uh, we open at eleven thirty every day, um, but 
at four o'clock, we kind of got our samba hours upstairs, which run from between four and seven. So you'll find a little bit of entertainment happening at the bar. Uh, if you're thinking Latin America, you're thinking caipirinhas, you're thinking daiquiris, yes. you're thinking Mojito. nicoladas, you're thinking mojito, yeah. and you're thinking a lot of tequila. But what we also do different there is we've got a really, we've got a lot of really beautiful sipping rums, and which is uh, so it's not rum and coke, but you can have it that way if you want. <laughs> but we try try introduce it a little bit different, and it's um, it's also proving to be really popular so sometimes i just order a cocktail based on the name alone without even looking at what's in it when i'm being adventurous yeah and the names that are standing out to me is mashkenada mashkenada yes yep. because i just love the song cool. and hips don't lie so yep. i don't know am i leaving with bigger hips or what is does it mean my <laughs> hips don't stop moving after the drink That's Shakira. <laughs> 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 what would you um, recommend or maybe share with you, um, Jose, what's your, your favorite cocktail to have? Because you look like you drink every time you go. Just I was just here to check the register. Well, Jose loves tequila. I'm not a, um, a, a big cocktail drinker, so Gary might be uh, better to answer that. But Mamacita Rita. Mamacita Rita. Yeah. <laughs> Mamacita. And that's got your uh, Silver Patron, Control, Lime Juice, Sugar Syrup, and... T okay. Guys, you need to go to Mama Samba. Their Instagram is Mama Samba. You can head over to their website as well, Mama Samba. Download their menus. But more importantly, just look at how visually awesome it is. It looks like the type of spot that you want to look cute. You want to look just dope, especially during the festive season. Enjoy your cocktails and enjoy some delicious food. Guys, three weeks in, I wish you the best of luck on this um, brand new journey of yours. I think you're opening at the right time. We've, we've sort of been locked in our houses for three years it's a festive season when our things are open mm -hmm. you are fully booked so what should people do to make sure that they you know get there in advance and just come to, come around to the bar come, come around to the, to bar, the bar at four o'clock <laughs> and uh and we'll make sure we take care of you thank you so so much for coming thank through you. that is mama samba on our food feature for today